Hi everyone, we've got another great episode of Friday PM for you. We're going to be talking about boldness, how to get it, who's got it, and where to see it in the Bible. Stay tuned. That was so bold. So bold. So bold. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Friday PM. Let's talk about it. Praise the Lord. Welcome, welcome. Another week, another opportunity for us to be blessed to see what the Lord has in store for us. Great, so grab a cup of coffee or tea, relax and be blessed with this episode today. If you're new to Friday PM, welcome. It's not an accident that you found us. And it could just be God directing you right to this message today. And we pray that you'll be mightily blessed today. And hopefully you'll join us in this great journey of faith and of Friday PM. So may God bless you today. Well, as you heard, we're talking about boldness. And last week we talked about criticism. And the Lord has kind of just really confirmed that this is what we should talk about today. And yeah, Rachel, you said it kind of picked up from criticism, right? That there's a bit of a link there. Yeah, that if we don't exercise or we don't allow that godly boldness to be exercised in our life, then we can turn towards criticism because we didn't do what we're supposed to do. And then we're so critical and watching other people because we're disappointed in ourselves that we didn't take the opportunities that we should have have taken. And, you know, we talked about boldness. Boldness is not about a physical attribute. It's not about your age. It's not about your experience. It's about knowing who God is in your life and relying on God and allowing the Holy Spirit to give you the boldness to speak when you need to. Mm. Amazing. I mean, we're so blessed in our ministry with different ages and uh, from someone that's the oldest, you see incredible boldness. And then even our son, little Reuben at 10 years old, if I see his boldness at times, I'm thinking, wow. Um, so it, as you said, it's not owned to a personality type either. If no. you're a real timid or a shy person, doesn't mean that, that you cannot be bold for the Lord. It's just a matter of um, expression, and God gives each one, I believe, a measure. But it is something we can ask for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is something that we need to pray about, uh, because we did say that it's a spiritual attribute, right? It is, because it's not confidence. Confidence is a worldly word. Uh, you can have uh, self-confidence, but I think that's closer to self-righteousness. I think when we're talking about boldness, I, I'm just thinking in my mind about all the places where all our heroes in the Bible had such incredible boldness. I'm thinking of Stephen when he was just boldly declaring the the works of the Lord and Jesus, and uh, to them it was blasphemy to the Sadducees and 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 the um, Pharisees. Pharisees. When Jesus boldly spoke so. Uh, uh, mm. s- strongly to the Sadducees and Pharisees. And many times in Scripture, Paul was very, would said, I boldly spoke in the synagogues. And he, in, in Acts, I was reading, boldly spoke. It's an act of God, really. Just mm. the fact that we're on Friday p.m., uh, <laughs> you know, is a bold move. It's a bold move. But you know it's a bold move when, when it's been confirmed by the Holy Spirit and when it's been confirmed by God that it is the right thing to do. Um, when Moses said, 
the uh, this is the promised land. Let's go into it. I think boldly is when uh, Joshua and Caleb said, "Let's do it, guys. Mm. We we can take we can take those guys." Caleb said, "Give me that mountain." Yeah. It's when you stand out of yourself. And you you become like a lion, just like uh, Proverbs twenty eight verse one. Mm. He, you know, the wicked flee when no one pursues. So the people with confidence, the wicked who 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 trust in their own confidence, once they're pursued, they'll run away. Mm. But the righteous are as bold as a lion. And in these last days, I believe you're going to see yourself going, and you come back and you go, where did that come from? That was boldness. Mm. Christoph, in talking about the last days, I think that's what you picked up on as well, that I think going into the last days, as Charlene's mentioned, why do we need that boldness? Or more boldness maybe than what we've had before or need before. Yes, Christoph. Remember when we just met you in Poland and you were, we were doing the outreaches, we were singing, and you were out there talking to the people about Jesus, you just had random people come up and we watched you, how you were just talking to random people about Jesus. I thought that was incredibly bold of you to just be able to answer their questions. And uh, I saw you, I thought you were quite bold. <laughs> Thank you. Well, <laughs> um, as as Christians, like, like it's, it's nice those events where you know, for for example, summer period, you go to a camp, you go to a gathering where you sort of training your evangelical skills, because this is this is very important. Uh, what you mentioned, end time. It says in the Bible that it will not come to pass until every living man hears the gospel. If I understand the scripture right, so our job is sort of to preach the gospel and. I won't say as humbly as I can. It, it, it takes the level of boldness to actually do that because um, we have to go out of our comfort zone mm. and uh, ask God for that courage, ask God for help mm. and, and leading in, in those conversations with people. And it goes to the strangers and it goes to friends, sometimes family, and those moments are the worst. Um, even for Jesus, it wasn't easy to go to Nazareth and uh, preach because not many came to him or mm, even they, those who they came. Didn't, they, 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 they didn't receive. Yeah, he wasn't well received there. Yeah, yeah. it says uh, he was rejected and only mm. healed a few or yeah. not many were healed. I don't believe it's because he lacked confidence or he lacked uh, this presence of God or the power of God for the time of him being in Nazareth. It just people didn't receive because mm. it, it requires faith. Yeah. And I remember during uh, my academic years, you know, when I got saved, it was uh, especially tough in the beginning when you have that fire from the Holy Spirit that you want to uh, basically possess the world. You want to reach out to every living creature. And it's, it's tough with the, within the families. I'm sure you guys all experienced that and people watching us. And I wanted to almost like hit people on the head with the Bible because <laughs> this is what it says in the Bible, not you, you're wrong. This is what it says in the Bible. And now had just as well you didn't. <laughs> yeah. I kept myself. Thank God. Good, good. But I mean, honestly, and, and I don't, don't encourage violence, but I think physical violence, it's, it's easier to withstand than conflict with the family, mm, anything. Wow. Cause 
is is the worst thing when you have conflict with your colleagues in academy or your school or your workplace it's fine but within the house when mm. you have conflict like jesus said he didn't come to bring peace but to bring division and swords among the family i experienced that so persecution for example uh we read in the bible uh, the christians were slaughtered they were thrown into the dungeons or thrown into the arenas with lions and persecution is not necessarily something that we have to physically suffer. But uh, although it's it's tremendous and it's awful, but also that psychological su- suffering where you have to be in conflict with the loved ones, that you believed and received some form of hope from God and they rejected it. And there is this conflict in, in between you and you just cannot overcome it. And it's always something that bothers you. And there's no way to... Uh, get rid of it. True, Christoph. And you also mentioned they're very important that you were at this this camp. You know, you were also with a body of believers. And I think certain boldness also comes with being around people yeah. that are God-fearing the, the, the mission, the movement, the ministry, that God gives a special anointing and there's boldness and there's authority. And mm-hmm. that also gives you more, God, more boldness. So maybe if you're struggling with boldness, maybe... Get involved in a in a really good movement at the church or on missions because you will find that God gives you that extra boldness to complete the assignment. And I believe God God gives boldness for a reason. That spiritually, if you need to do something, He'll give it for a reason. It's not just boldness to make money or just to sound confident. No, I believe there's definite purpose in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, and I think I think as you were kind of drawing, uh, you were saying. There's almost an impartation of boldness. I think yeah. as you observe yeah. somebody who's acting in boldness or walking in the spirit, in the boldness of the spirit, there's an impartation that happens when you when you observe that. Um, yeah. There can kind of almost a transference, you know. And by being around those com- in a community or around people who are doing it actively, mm-hmm. you yourself can find, uh, you know, the impartation that empowering. You know, ability yes. to 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 have boldness yourself. Yeah, I mean, look at Peter. He walked on water. I mean, before Jesus came, do you think he'd get out the boat and try and walk on water? Didn't even cross his mind. Yeah. Couldn't do that in a million years. He sees Jesus walk on water. Wow, he sees boldness. Um, so it it definitely, I think, it can be learned. It can be grown. It can be taught. Um, I also feel that one one needs to grow in boldness because yeah. I promise you, I was probably the most compromising, timid person that you have met, I compromised so quickly. And whenever people disagreed with me, I just shrunk away and just politely <laughs> start laughing. And But God gave me a gift of boldness, I believe. It's it's something that He's given me. But it, it did grow between being discipled, being in ministry, being full-time in ministry, being discipled from when the Lord saved me. But I do believe you grow and grow and grow and grow. That's what the disciples, when they just came they didn't do much. And then slowly you, you see they do more and more. And Jesus released them more and more. And then when Jesus finally um, ascended and they received the Holy Spirit, then Peter spoke boldly. And then mm. the 3,000 uh, yeah. gave their lives to Jesus. So, um, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's practice. And, and there's, I do believe boldness is a stretching. I don't believe you can go from being timid, not talking to someone in the supermarket, to leading your mayor to Jesus. I don't, I don't, you can, maybe, God can do all things, but 
generally, I think there's a God can trust you more if you if He knows you're not going to yeah. compromise and yeah. fall out of the bus if He puts you in that situation. Yeah, and the Bible says that we have authority to pull down strongholds, mm-hmm. and strongholds are, are opinions and agendas that really do, don't serve the purpose of God's kingdom. Mm. And sometimes people are saying things that are really kind of blasphemous or they're really not correct. And sometimes we're like, "Uh," you know, you want to kind of keep quiet and shrinking. But sometimes that's where the boldness steps up, where actually I'm going to speak the truth. What, you know, I'm going to come against what's been said. I'm not going to fight you. It's Mm. not about a fight or an argument, but I'm going to oppose that argument Mm. and to say Mm. that argument is false and I'll oppose it with the truth. Mm. And that's it. I'm not talking about people going online and, you know, doing all kinds of bashing and all sorts of nonsense and arguing and fighting. Mm. The boldness that God gives is not about fighting and winning and Mm. and trying to beat somebody else down. It's about boldly declaring the truth and whatever the response is, then fine. But knowing that you've boldly declared the truth in the face of of lies or in the face of, you know, untruth, then that's it. And that's where your job starts and ends. And what people do with that, then that's up to them. But you don't need to continue, you know, on being a keyboard warrior or whatever to try and win a particular position or a particular point. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not what godly boldness is about. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I remember we were, Zach and I were in, in the park near our home and we got talking to this guy. And remember, he started to say, oh, but he believes this and that this is the truth. And at that moment, I remember that I felt really limited because I realized that I don't have the boldness to really speak to this guy and to tell him the truth. I don't know why, but amazing. Zach was there. And I remember Zach, the Lord used you because Zach didn't hesitate. He immediately just said, brother, or whatever his name was. <laughs> Let me call him brother. Maybe we did. But, but Zach immediately said, you know what? I know you you could believe in this, but this and this is what the Bible says. This is the truth. The God of creation made that. You know, it's not by evolution or whatever. You remember he had some kind of a theory on what he based his life at. And you meet we all meet people that base their life on a certain kind of truth, and it takes boldness to set them free from that lie. Because they're trapped in the lie. The Pharisees were trapped in a lie and they were all religious. And it, it takes boldness to break through. And that's why God gives it. It's it's an uncompromising attitude and and one way that you that you say i'm not going to compromise the truth i'm not going to compromise for the sake of popularity i'm going to speak the truth because i know god is with me and it's a and it is a spiritual attribute mm-hmm. uh, and I, th- I thought you're amazing that day zach i'm so happy you were there because i don't know what i would have said i would have gone uh, 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 uh. and uh, the lord just gave you the 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 right way one thing that i've picked up is that a boldness comes from a pure agenda mm comes from a pure agenda. If your agenda is for self-gain or for self, call it what you like, self-confidence, uh, for for people to like you or to sound confident, it won't. Mm-hmm. It will be confidence and maybe self-confidence, but it wouldn't be boldness. So for me, there's a clear distinction, as you mm-hmm. said in the beginning. Uh, I believe God gives boldness, especially for um, for spiritual gain, mm-hmm. um, furtherance of the gospel, and, and for righteousness sake, as we said. So, Definitely, it's a it's a, it's a spiritual um, attribute. Hmm. Each time they you see that word um, in the New Testament, particularly that they they say you know this person did this boldly or this boldness happened. Yeah. Um, I I just went while we were talking. I just went and looked kind of uh, at one of the 
I don't know how you say, but Strong's Concordance, the way that the, they translate the mm. Greek. So mm -hmm. that Greek word that they use for boldness has been translated a few different ways. And I thought it was really interesting the other ways that it had also been translated. Mm, that was, and, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And in several cases, um, it, it, it would say that they would dare to do this or that they wouldn't dare to do this. But that word that they somebody would dare have the, the boldness, that somebody would dare do this, um, that was the same bold, or that they would venture to do this. And so it was each time it was an act of, it was an, it was an action. Um, that, and each time that the word's used, um, it's, it's, in a, it's in an environment that the whole, only the Holy Spirit could empower somebody to, to work in that way, mm -hmm. to work in that, in that regard, that you have to have the backing. Like I think it was Joseph of uh, Arim Arimathea. Arimathea. Oh, it's a tongue twister. Um, but he went boldly to Pilate to ask for the body of Jesus um, mm. after he'd been crucified. And how are you going to do that if, you're, if you don't have the backing of the Most High God? You're not going to go to the person who just killed the Son of God or ordered him to be killed. Mm. You're not going to go to him and ask for the body. You're going to cower down somewhere um, in a hole and hide because that's the smart thing to do. Um, but if you have the boldness of uh, in, in the Spirit to, mm. to move forward in an act, um, mm. I just think it's amazing how it's it's always with an action, isn't it? You can't yeah. boldly just sit and do nothing. There's yeah. always action behind it. <laughs> I boldly had my breakfast this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I boldly minded my own business. <laughs> <laughs> I boldly shut my mouth. <laughs> Sometimes it takes boldness to shut your mouth. Well, that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's I think there's a, some Greek translation about that. Well, there, there, there is funny enough. Sorry, just yeah, just on a so, so when the disciples, uh, when Jesus was teaching the disciples, there were several times that it said, um, and they dared not ask him, and they dared not say anything. Yeah, yeah. It, and that was the same word boldness. So it's actually yeah, they were bold enough to shut their mouth. They yeah. did not dare. But, 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 but <laughs> like Jesus, the Holy Spirit prevented, yeah. prevented them from, them. from yeah. asking yeah. certain things. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even when they answered Jesus the question, "Who do you say?" You know, or when they were busy accusing him before before the crucifixion, and he didn't answer them. Some of the questions that they were asking, even that took boldness mm. not to answer them back because yeah. that means they are going to beat him even further and more. But he knew at that moment his silence uh, would also speak for him. Even that would be boldness. So it's true. <laughs> boldness could be that. So for me, it's also being under authority also gives you boldness. Uh, many times if, if I was sent out and sent forth, uh, you know, John said, oh, go there. Like, like, like uh, Jesus said to his disciples, go there, go to the first guy who's, who's got the, the, the mule, was it the mule that was tied up? Mm -hmm. And you'll find a guy there and tell him I need it. So who's going to go somewhere to someone across the road to you or someone with a car there and say, excuse me, someone needs the car. Can you give me the keys, please? We're not going to do that, are we? But they knew that Jesus, they came with authority mm. and they could, they, could be, they could be bold. Why are you guys laughing? But I'm, I'm just thinking of a story, actually. I don't oh. know. If, I'll make it as quick as I can. But we were recently, this, uh, the son of one of our directors was here staying with us. His name is Titus. And his, his father, Giles, has a, a big ministry in Brazil. Mm. And they hold these massive outreaches uh, called the Great Commission. Mm. And they do these big evangelistic events. And Titus was telling me this story that he, he took one of his friends from church to one of these mission events. And his friend, who had never prayed for anybody in his whole life, he had never witnessed anybody. He had never done any. He was so profoundly touched at one of the meetings. So afterwards, there was a big line of people that were waiting outside. They found out where Giles was after he had preached. And the power of God fell and it was an amazing outpouring of the spirit. But they found out where he was resting after the fact. So these people were lined up outside the tent. 
And Titus said um, that his dad, Giles, quickly came and grabbed everybody that he could find around him that he trusted. And he said, he said, guys, please, I, I just need, I'm so tired. I just need you guys to take some of these people and pray for them. So he would take one and they would pass one off, pass one to this person, this person would pray. And his friend that had come, that had never prayed before anybody, with anybody in his t- entire life, came to Titus and he said, he said, he said, do you think, do you think I could, I could pray with one of these people? And this boldness that overtook him. And Titus said he watched him from a distance as he prayed for this guy with the power and authority. He, and he came to this guy. So his friend came to the guy and he said, Pastor Giles sent me especially for you. <laughs> especially for you. Uh, and to pray for him. But he was walking in that authority of mm. being sent. Mm. And, um, and just to compliment your story. Um, I was only smiling because I remember that no, story no, as I, you were I, telling I knew it. something was up. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I think yeah, that, that boldness, the boldness that we need comes from authority because I can be bold that I've been sent. You know, I'm not here on my own, of my own bed. I didn't think I, it was a good idea. Someone who's God-fearing said to me, go there and do this. You can enter that situation with boldness because if, God forbid, something happens to you or you say something wrong, you think, hey, well, listen, I'm not the one who said that. If you want to sort me out, <laughs> sort the person out who sent me. Yeah. That's why the body of Christ is so important. And that's why godly leadership is so important. And that's why uh, we need to believe in the body of Christ because we do find a lot of boldness in the body of Christ doing what God's told us to do. Mm-hmm. So we're going to pray right now. I believe there's someone out there who needs that touch of boldness over your life. You could have been timid all your life or feel you always shy away and when there's a confrontation, you always find yourself just find an excuse to leave. And not that it's about confronting, but you know in your heart that you need that boldness to proclaim Jesus. You know, you know you need that boldness with your friends that you don't always have. Sometimes when you're when you're in a situation that you're out of your depth, you lack that boldness to step out by faith and proclaim your faith. Tell someone about Jesus, even if it's someone that speaks an untruth around you that you know doesn't align with the Word of God, and you struggle. To, to counter that and to speak the truth in love so that they can be set free. Because Jesus said, we are the light of the world and we are the salt. So he's called us to go forth in, in, in boldness. But we do need the Holy Spirit. So as the fire fell in Acts, that boldness overcame them, overpowered them, and they could go forth and speak to the crowd, speak to the multitude. They could take dominion and power and lead people to Jesus. So if you want more of that boldness, Why don't we pray together? Lord, thank you for this time together where we can talk about this great gift of boldness that you've given us, us as as believers in Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, that that you're so gracious to us and you don't mind where we're at, Lord, but you, you want more through us. You want to work more through us. And for us to do more for you, we do need that boldness, especially as we said in these last days where we're going to be confronted with all kinds of things more and more. We need to... We need to fire up with all the fire of your spirit to to pierce through the darkness, to step out in boldness, to walk through the fire, to, to do great and marvelous exploits for you, Lord. We need that boldness. We sometimes need even that boldness to keep quiet, as we said. Sometimes it's the boldness uh, to show love. Whatever that boldness might mean, Lord, we pray for that new baptism of boldness right now for someone that's going to receive it. Receive that boldness of the Lord right now. Lord, you say, ask and you shall receive. And I believe we can ask for that boldness today and to say, Lord, give me more boldness so that we can practice that boldness and practice and get stronger and stronger in the ways of the Lord. So Lord, we thank you for it today. 
Thank you for someone that's received it right now. In Jesus' name. Lord, thank you for our time together. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. Well, we pray you've been blessed and touched. And that something that we said today might have been a key turner for you. So praise the Lord. We're looking forward to hearing good report and just hearing of a wonderful thing that God's going to do through your life and continue to do through your life. So we're going to leave you with a song called Isaiah 61. And it talks about that the Spirit of God is on me to preach good news to the poor. So uh, enjoy the song. Be blessed by it. Receive it over your life. This great prophecy. And that truly is the year of God's favor over your life to receive that boldness and just to go for it in Jesus' name. So from all of us, with great boldness, goodbye. This is the year of the Lord's favor.